0: Everybody, welcome to BO Boys for Monday, March the second. I'm oh, I'm Clayton. I'm Pat. And this is a raw feed. Fuck it. We're doing it live.
1: And you can tell right there just how raw it is. And it's so raw. I no take twos. No, no. Welcome to Deep March, everyone. Welcome Here we to
0: go. Deep March. We're getting down into it. Now we're going to be talking about the weekend of February twenty.
1: Here we go, twenty eighth. Yeah, yeah, because the true last day of the month.
0: The true last day of the month. N- nobody, nobody even thought about the leap day. No, right? It was a
1: farce. It's Did in- it affect the box office? Because it adds an extra day to the month, but not an extra day to the actual weekend. That's the big thing. If it
0: adds an extra day to the weekend, it matters. Right. For us, leap years don't matter. It don't matter. Not in the box office. It's not
1: like the leap year makes this a three-day weekend. This is. It's still, a, it's still a regular weekend. So it's not like Invisible Man got a holiday leap day bonus. No. Speaking of which. Yes. Great segue. Invisible Man. Mm-hmm. Twenty nine million dollars. Yes.
0: Number so, one. Number one. I went to forty five. That was ludicrous. I,
1: I think what we have to say here is this is a this is a hit. This is a success. We went overboard last weekend, almost trying to will this to a wacky number. Um but twenty nine million for a Blumhouse horror movie that made that Cost, I think, eight million. It costs seven million dollars. This is a massive success. Yeah,
0: this is a home run, and it's at 90 on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So that is good. It's getting good reviews, yep. good exit polls, which is great. Because horror has last week we talked about how there hasn't been a breakout horror hit. Mm-hmm. This so, counts. This, this.
1: It counts because again, think about and I know Get Out legged it out and this movie will is not gonna be Get Out, but Get Out opened at thirty three million two years ago or yeah, two years ago, three years ago, whatever that was, and that was a considered a ludicrous opening weekend. I think this movie opening at twenty nine million is a breakout.
0: Well, the other thing that shows that this is a success is that it was tracking lower mm-hmm. and again, it continued over the weekend to track higher. Mm-hmm. So the last thing that we're hearing is twenty nine. I wouldn't be surprised if it doesn't tick up a little bit after Sunday, right because there is a move there was movement up from Friday to to Saturday. right. So we're recording this
1: on Sunday afternoon. There's word of mouth. Yeah.
0: So I do think that that was a success now. It did go above the tracking, which is what we both said. Right, my forty-five, of course, was ludicrous.
1: Now, is there anything else we want to say about this movie? Well, let's see. So, this movie is another success for Blumhouse. They are just—they are are a box office titan at this point. Are they titan level? Even
0: their failures are insulated by low budgets, right? Because and they'll work with other—they'll—they'll work with bigger companies. This is a. This is a universal movie. Right. It with Blumhouse because we all remember the dark universe the attempt at a dark universe. Right. Which was gonna have an invisible man situation going on. Right. I believe it was Johnny Depp.
1: And they were able stay, to stay they said stay invisible. Yeah.
0: They were they were able to pivot. We can't see you. They were able to pivot to a different idea with a great director, Leo mm-hmm. Wannell, who makes very tense action-packed movies, there was a few moments in this movie that I think are worth just going to see for those
1: specific Mm -hmm. moments. It was a well-done thriller. Yeah, we both liked it. So this movie, yeah, you said Blumhouse. Blumhouse doesn't have a lot of failures, and they're good about hiding their failures because we don't even know about them. They bury the bodies. They bury the bodies. And that is what- Hollywood used to be good at, and Blumhouse is still really good at. They bury the bodies; you don't know where their failures are because they're seven feet under.
0: They'll rarely release a stinker in theaters. Nope You'll you You hear... gotta
1: you gotta go visit a red box to find the Blumhouse failures. Yeah, which is
0: like a mass grave. Right, it's as close to a mass grave as we can legally have in the U.S. in yes. 2020.
1: Yes, if you it, there's no more Potter's Field, it's Redbox. You throw your you throw your dead. Uh, in a pine box, and you put the pine box in a red box,
0: and then it'll just sit there forever.
1: Right, right, until someone rents it, or because it's, it's, so there's there's people there's people got time to kill.
0: It's a sick world out there. Yeah, even just talking about we'll get to another mm-hmm. Blumhouse production that is number ten mm-hmm. this this week. This little teaser this weekend, and. It was a movie that we thought was going to be a failure, and, and that it's, is a
1: big success. It's a big success, big because tease of, for us. Yeah. So you got to stick to the end of this episode to know what we're talking about, which is always the best thing about a podcast—is when you don't really know what the people are talking about. Absolutely. So we don't know how well
0: Invisible Man is going to hold because there are two big movies coming out, mm-hmm. or at least one. big And it's movie. a horror
1: movie, and horror movies do tend to have big, big drops from week. They're they're like almost superhero movie level where they have giant drops into the second weekend. So What
0: what I will say is, and they usually are front-loaded on Friday, and that's why the uptick mm -hmm. on Saturday was so impressive. Mm -hmm. Because usually the hardcores just run out, but there was good word of mouth. And I do think that we have our friend, Erin Rose Chan, which we can name her by name because we're saying something nice about her. Okay, She doesn't like scaly movies, Mm -hmm. and she went and saw this movie – because it's more of a thriller than a horror movie. Yes. And I do believe that that will get out to the regular populace, and they'll go see this movie because they'll say, I like thrillers, but I don't like horror. Right, right, right. And it, I think that, that could be a good thing for
1: this movie. Mm-hmm. Where it's scaley, but not too scaly.
0: Yeah, and it's not supernatural. Yes. It doesn't
1: have ghosts and ghouls. Right, right, right. Um, What about... This aspect of this movie—it's a big hit. The lead of this movie is Elizabeth Moss. What does this do for Elizabeth Moss as a movie? He, I mean, movie star? Movie? What, Who's you think movies, Nothing. Yeah. You think nothing? I think nothing. I, 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 I think. think this, nothing. I think this is a win for her. I think this gives her. She's going to get an, a higher level of scripts coming her way in terms of things that conceivably she could be the first or second lead in.
0: She has yet to break out of the indie lead.
1: I, I mean, this is it, though. This is a movie where she is the lead. It's she's in almost every spe- frame of the movie. It's
0: such a specific part. It's such a specific
1: part. Right, but that's what makes movie stars, is having a thing that, that you do. And her thing is, like, she's she's like kind of high strung, a lot, a lot going on. A vi- Invisible Man is not her pretty woman. I don't know. I mean, you're you're, you're there's some higher... moments that I think I could look at some moments in Invisible Man with Elizabeth Moss, and they feel like the snapping the jewelry box into her laughing moment. It, it,
0: specifically, what moments?
1: In per, in pretty wo- Oh, in this movie. Oh, well, I know. Yeah, I mean, I know that. Oh, moment. there's there's some moments with knives that I feel like that 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 are big. The pen gonna, in
0: the shower. The that's pen, a big
1: yes, The pen in the shower. That is when you see this Invisible Man movie. Elizabeth Moss with the pen in the shower. That is her pretty woman moment, where the jewelry box snaps and she laughs.
0: I would say if we are taking, if we're gonna own stock in actors on yes. this show, I would not buy Elizabeth Moss stock. Really? I don't believe that it's a bot. I don't believe it's a I would have buy for loved me. to
1: have bought that stock last week before this movie came out.
0: Well, you could have bought low, but I don't I still think you can still get it for a reasonable price.
1: I think you're gonna see uh I was listening to a different podcast where movie podcasts were someone mentioned that there was that, that uh genre of movie years ago, probably like the nineties, early two thousands of Ashley Judd Thrillers. That yes. was a movie genre. And I could see there being Elizabeth Moss thrillers coming out of this movie. She's going to get a few more. We're going to we're going to be on the show projecting box office for an Elizabeth Moss thriller in the next year.
0: It's hard for me. I'm trying to not be biased. Right. I'm not You're not a fan of I'm hers. I'm not, an not an a actress, fan of hers. And I am. I don't There's not very much that's appealing to me with her. I do believe not she's a good actor. Here's what I... Just let me... Can sure. I speak? Can I speak? Speak your truth. I am trying to figure out in the scheme of things, the, the kinds of movies that are released to theaters and make some sort of box office, does she fit in as a lead? And there's just not enough of those types of movies to put her at a different level than she's already at. Now this is a win for her. I'm not saying this I'm not taking it's a the level win. Up. It is a it is a level up, but it's I don't know if it's going to mean anything.
1: I think it's going to mean she becomes the first person who gets these big thriller horror movie scripts. You know that are not teenage horror movies that are like prestige big budget you know, Conjuring esque movie. She's gonna get like a big Conjuring type movie, and she's gonna get. I think just. I think this open. You know, I think this opens her up to being the second lead in like a non thriller horror movie in the next year. Like this could put her in a movie with Leo. No, she could be in a movie with Leo if she's the fifth lead. I don't know. I I think this is. I think you're underestimating how this is going to be a step up for Elizabeth Moss. It's a big box office win. She's the lead of this movie. And I know the draw is the premise. And the studio. But the uh, Blumhouse, people go see Blumhouse.
0: It's Blumhouse. It's a concept that people wanted to see. It is a director that I do think people are interested in because of his pedigree.
1: Well, I think... I think Leo is yeah, a guy I think who, the director is going to get bigger things now, but I don't think this makes him more famous. I think this movie makes Elizabeth Moss more famous.
0: That's that's to be seen. Yeah? I don't believe it. Or not to be seen. Very good. There we go. Number Anything two. else on this? or no. It's a big hit. It's a good hit. Yeah, yeah. It's solid hit. Yeah. Number two, Sonic. Okay. Hanging in there. That's great. Our boy Sonic hanging in there. 16 million, down only 39%. million. Deadline continuously wants to prop up Call of the Wild. Okay. At the, I guess, like, against Sonic. Like, they want to prop up. So you feel
1: Deadline's in the pocket of Disney. Well, we know that for sure.
0: And so that is a hundred percent. And they kept this weekend. They kept saying, "Call the wild doing better than Sonic," and we can see that's not the case. Because, what finished
1: ahead? But Sonic, Sonic finished ahead. So then that's the that's it.
0: That's no story. And it wasn't even close. Call the wild thirteen point two million, down forty seven percent, forty five point eight million.
1: So what is Deadline saying? What are they tracking? Soda sales? I, who knows. I mean, the guy who writes these updates uh-huh. lives in
0: Florida. So he he only knows what the oldsters want.
1: Right. And he's and close to And he's probably di- getting comp to go to to go to Disney World. He's close to Disney. Day. Yeah.
0: So there's there's a little bit of sneaky stuff going on here. And
1: if you're Disney, you don't want Sonic to succeed because Sonic is a threat to to Mickey Mouse and Sonic, to all of your cartoon properties. It's a cute animal IP that Disney
0: doesn't own. Right. And Disney hates that. They hate that. They'll buy it. They'll y I bet you Sonic gets bought by and Disney.
1: You think Sonic ends up in the MCU?
0: I think they're whoever I think whoever owns Sonic mm-hmm. it should be scared because they're gonna be dangled over their hotel room window, mm-hmm. out their window. Right, right. Chain shaken down to the floor right. until they give up Sonic
1: right. for way Don't less it. than it's worth. Don't do it. You got to hold on to Sonic. He's such a box office star right now.
0: And then they'll, you know, they'll PG him. I mean, right. he's already PG, but they'll make him G. Yeah. They'll
1: G him. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's I, I do think that that's- You won't
1: get any classic lines like, better check your fur. You you can't, won't get that in a Disney Sonic.
0: No, no Disney character's checking its fur. Right. That's more, that's for Sonic, that's for Shrek.
1: Right, Goofy ain't checking his fur. Yeah.
0: Somehow that- He don't even have fur. You can't even tell he has fur this goofy what is he right i mean uh, that's such the obvious sorry to be so basic right to say what is goofy yeah because that's what all the kids there's so many what what is goofy memes oh, god out there but i think it's true i think they want to own sonic and it's it's pissing them off that they don't
1: so sonic number two great hold i mean only down 39 percent is awesome
0: because it started out great and it's continuing to do
1: really good business. So the is there, I would guess the big thing to keep track of for Sonic in the next few weeks is does it become the highest grossing domestic uh, video game adaptation of all time, right? Because that that would be what's in reach Tomb Raider and Pokemon. Sonic could end up uh, passing those. It's possible. Yeah. Well, I'll have to check on that yeah, yeah. Well, to
0: see we can we can we'll that's going to be something that we can talk about next weekend yeah, if we want definitely. to. Yeah, definitely.
1: Let's talk about that next week. But I think that's basically the uh the things to look for with Sonic. An Can't cross on. 150 cuz mm-hmm. what is it at now total? It's at 128.3, okay. but we've got a kids movie coming
0: out next weekend. Pixar. Yes. Another little We'll tease. talk about
1: that one. But I don't know.
0: I mean, I that know. that
1: and that goes back to your theory on Disney is pissed off about Sonic. They don't want
0: Sonic being, doing the business that it's doing right now with Onward. Yep. They want an open runway. Yep. They don't want anything blocking their takeoff. And Sonic ain't going to give it to them. Sonic's going to be still running around next weekend. I'm going to be really interested to see where Sonic falls mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in the top five next weekend mm-hmm. to see where the kids mm-hmm. are going. Mm-hmm. what the kids want to see. And you
1: know Disney was probably, there might be some screens that Disney was counting on that Sonic S- is still going to be in. Because Sonic has only dropped 21 screens so far. Wow. From last week. So that'll so- be a bit, I, lo- I love how year-round box office is just, it's a story all the time. A thing to look forward to to next week is how many screens does Sonic have to give up for the new Disney Pixar movie? So here here's
0: what I feel like Disney's feelings were first sonic trailer drops right they're like oh man that thing is so scuzzy and nasty yep we may have an, a problem on our hands because this is gonna be big
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because
0: everybody's gonna come out to see this scuzz bag okay and then when they backtracked and made him cute disney was like all right these guys-
1: They don't know what they're doing. They don't
0: know what they're doing. Yeah. We don't have to worry about
1: this movie. Right. Oh,
0: you're moving this to two weeks before, two, three weeks before onward? Nothing to worry right.
1: about. Right. So Iger's in there laughing in his office. He's like, guys, you got to see this. this, well, this you know why so Iger stepped down? Because Sonic.
0: He mismanaged the Sonic situation. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. didn't take care of Sonic. Nope. He didn't take care of it. This is something he should have taken care of. Yeah. And the fact he that Sonic- he,
1: he knows he should have bought Sonic years ago.
0: He had a chance, probably. And he, he blew said, it. Yeah, he blew it. He blew it. He blew it. You had a chance,
1: Bob Iger, and you blew it.
0: And then when Sonic does two weeks at number one, they're trying to mess with the charts. They're trying to get them to call Call of the Wild on Saturday right. as number one. They're trying to get it Friday night called as number yeah. one. But That's some what?
1: Bush League on their hand and stuff.
0: Sonic pulls out. Iger steps down.
1: Yep. Coincidence?
0: I, mean, I don't think so. No, I don't, don't think, think so either. So that's your headline deadline. If you if you'd want to talk if about it, dare. but you would, you wouldn't dare. They yeah. wouldn't dare. Only... Sonic
1: in, Iger out. Hedgehog wins. Yeah, Long that's live what it, the hedgehog. That's what and then should... you have a picture of Roger Army in the by a, accident a, a, the by article.
0: accident, and then yeah. they have to apologize. But it's yeah. it's already it's always it's buried in the back.
1: Yeah, nobody it's reads fine.
0: those apologies. It's fine. So there we go. So call of the wild. This this the oldsters. I guess still had, still went to the theater. But I'm going to tell you, and we'll talk about this later too. With so much to tease you guys, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's something we're that, not going
1: to remember to get to all of this. Of course not. No.
0: There's there's something that could keep people away from the theaters, and especially.
1: Oh, you want to save that for later? I want to save that for later
0: because that could impact Onward. Yeah, yes. It could impact next week. It hasn't impacted this week, but it could impact next weekend.
1: So let's get through this top Yeah, let's get through it now.
0: Number four is a movie called My Hero Academia, which is- An anime movie. An anime movie that only played in 1,260 theaters, made $5.1 million, and it opened- it, it also opened, I think, previously limited mm-hmm. and made about three. So it's at $8.5 million for four for number four. Right. I don't know anything about this movie. It's going to drop out next week. We don't need to know about this movie. Right. This movie is not for us. These kind of blips but happen. But good for them. These kind of blips happen a lot. They release. The hardcores go out. God forbid what theater you end up. Seeing movies at when these guys show up, right, right? Take over for a weekend, and then everybody goes back to where they came from, right? So that's what this was. When this dropped, I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, this is going to be a one-week blip, and then we don't even really need to know about this movie." No, we so needed to know. We 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 needed to know this much. Yeah. So, My Hero Academia, number five.
1: Yes. Bad boys. For life. Yes, still in Bad the top boys five for
0: life. Wow. Four point three million dollars, down only twenty six percent. Wow, hundred and ninety three point three million dollars. It's gonna go to two. I can't wait.
1: So that'll. It might not be next week, but definitely within the next two weeks, it's gonna go over two hundred, and that is gonna be so pretty.
0: Yeah, because it's still in two thousand seven hundred theaters.
1: Wow, wow, what a huge win for Will Smith. And Martin Lawrence, but I mean, Will Smith is going to be the one who capitalizes on this more.
0: Absolutely, because that IP is Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Yes. And Will is, is the one whose stardom is still a going concern. Nothing against Martin Lawrence, who's a very funny individual his ship has sailed as a lead.
1: Right. But, but you I, know what? Good for him. He's gonna get a lot he's gonna get more bad boys' paydays in the next couple of years, because they will definitely be doing part four.
0: But also to remember Martin Lawrence is a purely comedic mm-hmm. presence and comedic actors only have a certain amount of space for their run, and he had a great run. Yep. And so it's it's it would be very hard for him to have another run at comedic stardom. It just doesn't happen at his age and and after, you know, how many years it's been. Right.
1: So good for both of them. Good for both of them.
0: Number six, Birds of Prey, 4.1 million, down 40%, 78.7 million.
1: So we're looking at a movie that is, I think, no chance of hitting 90 at this point. It's going to end up in the 80s. 4.3, you figure now you're going to start getting into weekends where it's two, one...
0: Yeah, because, I mean, bad boys... Cobbling
1: together a million dollars during the week. I think it's going to top out in in the mid to high 80s. And it's out of people's minds. It's out of people's minds. This is a movie where most movies are this
0: way, where box office does dictate how much interest people have with it. Mm -hmm. And I do think when this bombed... They did the rebrand, and it still didn't really hold. What do you think
1: they call it on HBO?
0: They they definitely call it Harley Quinn.
1: Harley Quinn on HBO. That might be the name of the movie. Probably. Yeah.
0: So I do think that this is bad for Margot Robbie, and
1: it's and it's it, it is. I mean, I think it is a it is a big disappointment. I think this character doesn't get another lead in the movie. This could have been a giant breakout success for Margot Robbie, so I think that didn't happen. But I don't think this lessens the level of parts she would have gotten in the next couple of years. Do you think Elizabeth Moss steals her parts now? I think Elizabeth Moss is in that conversation, yes. that's I do. That I is do truly think a so. crazy
0: statement I th- to equivocate those two.
1: I think that Elizabeth Moss's star is going to be big time on the rise after this movie.
0: You have so much stock in Elizabeth Moss.
1: I wish I did. I wish I bought that stock last week. Now you can't. You can't get it for a good price anymore after Invisible Mad. All right, listen, I gotta in this bottom five, five through ten, I gotta jump to what the big story is here. And you'll you'll see what I mean. Joker is back. Oh, uh, that's what you meant. So The Joker is back in the top
0: ten. So Pat, we went and saw Invisible Woman last night. Invisible uh, man. Invisible man. I keep saying that. Invisible man. You're
1: jumping to the sequel. Yes. So anyway.
0: We'll see. Well, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. If that yeah. happens. We'll see. But we all went and saw it in IMAX, mm-hmm. whole row of us. And we were talking about B.O. Boys because right. we were getting ready for the show because, you know. It's, and you like,
1: heard the chat around us where people were like, Are those the B.O. Boys? Those voices sound familiar. Yeah, yeah.
0: Is that, what's that stank? Right.
1: I smell right. that stank. Mm-hmm.
0: And you whispered to me, Four Jokers.
1: Yes. And I said, What does that mean? And I, I raised my, my, uh, my hand with my thumb hidden. Yeah. Just had the four fingers up. Mm-hmm. Four Jokers.
0: You had to do it on your left hand because your right hand is missing a pancake. Yes. It's just some mobster box shit. Box office yeah, yeah.
1: related mishaps.
0: Number seven practical jokers now. Impractical I know imp- jokers. God damn it. See, fuck
1: practical Practical jokers it live. would do dick at box office. Who's gonna to want to see practical jokers? I would. Well, you just wanted you just wanna be relaxed. Yeah. People, w- but not the audience. They want jokers in their movie theater going nuts. And the impractical jokers they stormed in here, and they said, "You haven't had a Joker in this top 10 in a couple of weeks now, we need to fix that. And the Joker is back
0: so this movie comes out after Joker underperforms. You think this movie does not make the top 10. You think Oh if, fact, if, 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 if Joker
1: had bombs,
0: If Joker did not become the zeitgeisty thing that it became which is
1: unfathomable it, it because is. it's Joker. And Joker is, as we've talked about, the biggest star in box office. He's up there with Leo. I agree. I agree. And I think this movie, Impractical Jokers, which was a TV show that has turned into a tiny movie that somehow is making millions of dollars, expanding screens, and I think you can't discount a big part of that is people just see the word Joker on the marquee and they're like one joker how many what percentage of people who went to impractical jokers do you think they just said one for joker
0: i think i think probably half over half over over half i think sure. there's some marquees yep that had i period Mm-hmm. joker yep dot 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 yes so that they didn't have to put the s
1: one for i joker
0: yeah and they're like oh this is gonna be great yep and then they go in and they see these guys from staten island and pranks and they've uh, yeah, you know, that got
1: walkie talkies it's fine it's better than going to my court date a hundred percent and and you you got the movie audience who are watching this and they're probably thinking oh these are the jokers that were inspired by the end of joker you you probably i would say 43 percent of the audience who saw impractical jokers left there thinking this was a sequel to joker that these were jokers from the riot at the end of joker who are now doing pranks in gotham there because gotham city is supposed to be new york so like if they're running around staten island you could think oh that's like that's like a suburbany weird part of gotham
0: there's a saying that almost everybody all these kids Mm -hmm. that saw the beatles play ed sullivan Mm -hmm. started bands Mm mm-hmm And you can say that riot at the end of Joker, Mm -hmm. all those people that were part of the riot ended up Jokers. Yes. So some of them were impractical. Some of them were practical. Mm -hmm. Some of them were just straight up murderers. Right. Everybody went their own direction. But there's so many stories that can be told from those characters that helped with that Joker riot.
1: Yep. And the impractical Jokers is just one of the many tales that come out of Joker.
0: And I think that, if you go in watching the movie like that, it's a whole other dimension.
1: Yep. So this movie- Is this movie a, a, a win, another win for Joker? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: It's a win for the Joker name, mm-hmm. the Joker IP. It's produced by True TV. So this is a huge win for True TV. Plus uh, 1,460 theaters. So wow. this went wider. So now it's at 1,800 made 3.5 which was plus 33% in its wide opening. It's at 6.7 million, which you got to believe this movie was made for almost nothing.
1: I mean, this movie I would assume cost about 3 episodes of the TV show. Absolutely. So and this movie's going to be rerun on TV you know till the end of time. The budget's got to
0: be under a mil. Yeah? Or at most 2 mil. Right. It, yeah, this and this is a movie that I think is scratching a certain itch mm-hmm. that people are not getting anywhere else. Right,
1: cuz Joker isn't in theaters anymore.
0: So good for you and practical Jokers. We're going to we're going to see if this, you know, I think this movie is something that's could get more theaters.
1: It could, but I I mean at this point, if this movie Made zero dollars from this point on. This is already a big hit, this is a big success. Yeah, so anything at this point is just gravy on top of a bowl of gravy,
0: which is what you want. Yeah, you just want
1: when you're in business,
0: you just want the gravy. Yeah, and if you can have more gravy on top of that gravy, that's what you want, right?
1: You want the gravy spilling everywhere, everywhere. Yeah.
0: You're going gonna to be sopping up gravy.
1: Yeah. You want to go home, and your wife is like, what's that on your pants? And you're like, gravy. And she's like, great.
0: So, speaking of, I mean, disgustingness. Okay. Number 8, 1917, still holding on. Pull
1: the plug. I know.
0: Right? Ended
1: already. I mean, goddammit. Yeah, this movie They, they, they nothing. called World War I at some point. Exactly.
0: Don't we have... Bigger things to worry about Put than up the this. white flag, 1917. 2.67, down 37%, $155.8 million.
1: Doesn't matter. Didn't win Best Picture.
0: So, all right. It's not going to be in the top 10 next week. Nope. Number nine, Brahms. Your boy. My boy Brahms. Boy two. Brahms the boy two. 2.63 million dollars. Right. Smellin'. The seat of 1917. I can't wait till Brahms takes over. Wow, you're gonna love that.
1: Your boy Brahms beat 1917. It's N- coming. Nine point seven million dollars. Underperforming. <laughs>
0: Underperforming. But because because the first one legged out the thirty five
1: million. Okay. But the I first think... one opened around ten. So yeah. yeah, this is
0: not good for my boy Brahms. No. Again, who is a doll? He is the doll. He
1: is the doll. Okay. He he
0: is not just a doll, he's the doll. Okay. Because we were texting about my boy Brahms, and he was supposed to come out, this movie was supposed to come out in the summer, Mm -hmm. and he got moved to a more prestigious February opening, because it was a little too crowded with dolls this summer. Right.
1: So you're you're sort of, what deadline is to Disney, you're sort of that for your boy Brahms. I'm
0: openly in the bag for Brahms. Okay. That's fair, but you know what? We'll see because Visible Man—it's a horror movie. Brahms is out, and we also have the number ten movie, Fantasy Island, which is a Blumhouse movie, which is a
1: hit. This is a hit. Universal Blumhouse.
0: Uh, two point three three million dollars, down forty
1: five percent, twenty four million dollars. Yeah, this has held on so much better than we thought. And the total gross is going to be not – it might hit 30 probably not. It seems like now it's finally, you know, starting to peter out. But it's going to be $27, $28 million.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that we
1: underestimated that movie, definitely. Mm-hmm. So the 70s, you know, schlocky TV show IP is – Hotter than we thought. That Welcome Back Cotter horror movie reboot well not reboot. You know. Reimagining. Reimagining of the Cotter verse. It's possible.
0: So real quick before we move on to next week mm-hmm. and talk about what we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. All those points, or at least the ones we remember that right. we mentioned before. Parasite. Gotta talk about Parasite because right now it is at fifty one million. Great. There's talk. That it could be. Life is beautiful, which is at fifty-seven.
1: What did Parasite make this weekend?
0: Let me check. You need to vamp.
1: Okay. Oh, I need to. I, I thought you were bringing up Parasite because you're looking at a Parasite. Number. I was looking
0: at the full number. Okay. Not what it did this weekend. So Parasite is out of the top ten. It's at number twelve. Okay. And this weekend it made one point five mil. Okay. So
1: it's at fifty one. It's got to get another six seven million dollars. Yeah, so it's th- tough.
0: They're calling that it's going to beat Hero, which is at about fifty three. Okay. So Hero is going to fall, right. but Life is Beautiful fifty seven.
1: That's going to be tough to to find another six million dollars for Parasite now that it's at one point seven
0: because it's out of IMAXs now. Right. It had right. just one week in IMAX, and that Invisible
1: he, Man must have took those IMAXs.
0: I think so. Yeah. So, interestingly, right above it, at number 11, Jumanji Next Level. So, Jumanji's out of the top 10. It is. But it's been 12 weeks. Yes. It was pretty much in the top 10 that whole time.
1: Wow. It was. It didn't fall out of the top 10 until this weekend. That is amazing. What an amazing run for Jumanji Next Level.
0: $313 million domestic hume. Wow. And, you know, it's already going to be on video in a couple weeks, and people are going to be renting this. It's going to make so much money yeah. on like downloads and things like that too. So this is this is a cash cow for everybody. No, this
1: is great. And this is the type of franchise that I think you're going to be seeing Elizabeth Moss in in the next few years.
0: That's all I'm saying. Can it be a different one than Jumanji? Because I yes, want to see I'm Jumanji. The type
1: of okay. Type of.
0: So let's talk a little bit about next weekend. Let's do it. And we do have to mention something that has people in a panic. Right. And it has not affected domestic box office yet. Mm-hmm. We are a domestic box office show. Mm-hmm. Don't talk about foreign box office, things like that. Coronavirus. Mm-hmm. I know you guys didn't want to hear it. You're trying to get away from it, but it might We're affect- not an
1: escapist. We're not your escapism. We're We're- What's going on?
0: We are facts. Yes. And money, we are a confidence-based economy. Yes. And that goes through every single stream of income, every kind of stream of money that comes in and out of this country, including people who go to theaters, pay money for films. Mm -hmm. So what do we think? Is this coronavirus going to impact movie-going next weekend because we have onward coming out which is a pixar movie which already looks like it's not going to be a barn burner no well we just watched this trailer
1: and i know i know these are not for us huh i know it's for kids huh but we get in the mindset of the kids and we could remember what it's like and we could Imagine what a kid is thinking when they see these trailers.
0: I remember parts of my childhood, but there are certain ones that I I black out and right. I can't access.
1: But the movie-specific ones, that's usually not where the trauma is. You, you could no. access your movie childhood memories.
0: I can... I can remember going to see Gremlins. I can't remember what happened after Gremlins.
1: Right, but that's all we need to know is is your perception of seeing the movies. For the
0: purposes of this show, definitely.
1: Yes, for the purposes of your therapy sessions, they're going to try and dig deeper, get you to remember what happened that night. But
0: I only talk about movies there.
1: Yes, that said, we could tell when something even aimed at a kid is a stinker. And this feels a little like a stinker. I will push back on one thing with
0: that. Sure. Pixar movies do tend to aim towards adults too. Right. It's the adult. It's the kids movie adults can think are art. Yes. And the thing about *Onward*, which just quickly, it's about a fantasy, *Lord of the Rings* type situation where I think they're trolls are there, but they drive or cars because they, they drive like station wagons. They haven't gone on quests. They've been they've become uh they become domesticated right. and these two It's like brothers, did you ever want to see
1: trolls live on Long Island?
0: It, yeah, cuz they got an 80s van. Right. They want to go on a quest these two uh, kids. Here's what here's what I would say about this movie. There's nothing about this movie that screams only Pixar could do this movie. Yes. And most Pixar movies are movies that you could see the Pixar stamp on it, where, all right, only Pixar could pull this movie off. Mm-hmm. Onward looks like a movie that illumination could do yes that yes
1: it looks like see it could be sing
0: this could be don
1: bluth a don bluth movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: this could be rover dangerfield yes this could be the one with the chicken that's elvis
1: yes uh, yes i know which one. Rockadoodle doodle doo yes. or something yes
0: but like that's what this invokes mm-hmm. so i'm not seeing there's a reason why they're putting this out in
1: march mm-hmm Mm-hmm. hmm
0: Because usually they they want to hit Pixar is summer. Pixar summer, and then they do sometimes do Christmas, I believe, don't they? No, they're summer. Are they Pixar's summer always?
1: Pretty much always summer, except for the Good Dinosaur. And it was so, a November release that was a big floppero.
0: And that's what I think is a comp to this, because mm-hmm. looking at the Good Dinosaur opened at only $39 million. And legged out to 123 domestic. That is not good for a Pixar movie. And I do believe that this was a year that there was two Pixar movies. It was. Released. It was Inside Out. So Inside Out was, of course, a huge hit. We have a similar thing going on with this. Onward's coming out before Soul, Soul, which is their big summer movie, which I'm also not too, mm-hmm. I, I'm not too high on. Now, Onward is on my bombs list. Mm-hmm. So, so you need this to bomb. I. Don't need it to bomb. I would like. No, I don't I mean, want you anything don't want, to bomb.
1: You don't, but you also don't want to be uh, looked at as bozo.
0: I do not want to be looked like a bozo. I don't want to look like
1: a bozo. Right.
0: This was a swing for me because betting against Pixar is 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 a bozo move. Well, I
1: think the thing with a Pixar movie is when we say this is going to bomb. Or not do well. We're saying in comparison to what the Pixar expectations are. This movie is going to open up. Well, what are the projections for Onward? The projections are 45 to 65.
0: And Box Office Pro is saying 55.
1: So that feels, I mean, the thing is that's low for what a Pixar movie usually does. But again, Pixar movies usually do open in the summer. And their expectations are usually like 80 and up. You know, you get a Toy Story 4 as a big success, opens over 120. Your Inside Outs open at 90. So when they're projecting it to open in the 50s, that's already low for a Pixar movie. So do we think it's low? Or do we think it's going to open lower than the projections? Are we thinking this is a movie that uh, opens under 55? I
0: believe it's got to be under 55. And I do think that fears. Mm coronavirus fears mm-hmm. are going to play into this. Yes. Unless there is a chickenpox type mentality situation. Okay. Where parents are like, if they're going to get it, they might as well all get it at once. So let's all pack the movie theaters full of kids, mm-hmm. get them this coronavirus, get it out of the system so we can all just have a week of everybody being sick of coronavirus and then we can all go back to school next weekend.
1: So you think the coronavirus then could be actually part of the marketing campaign like get your kids into theaters get them to see onward and let them all get coronavirus now and get it get Get it over over with with. before the
0: strain gets stronger right you know before before all the before it gets crazy
1: right to me that feels more like a sonic type play where sonic's been out a couple of weeks it's sort of looking for a way to reinvigorate the, uh, the the marketing, I feel like that's a better move for Sonic to say, hey, get all your kids together, get them to Sonic. Get them sick. Get them coronavirus, and you'll get it over with now. Faster. Faster. Get coronavirus faster. Get rid of it faster. Sonic the Hedgehog theaters now. Because he's fast. Right, right. That feels more like a Sonic move. I feel like the Pixar crowd is going to be more scared of coronavirus and scared of bringing their kids to a very public, packed place.
0: Do you think it's because, is this a class situation? Do you think there's a class distinction? Pixar is more of a snooty, hoity-toity, and these parents are like, no, I'll disinfect I want my kids to live in a sterile environment. Right. I want to. They have them in bubble wrap. I want to protect them from everything, even though I never can. Right. And then I'm just going to raise a bunch of psychopaths because they never got the coronavirus.
1: Right. Right. And then there, those are the those kids are still breastfeeding at 32. Well,
0: they're all going to be breastfeeding in the theater during onward. Right. Right. If they even show up. So I think there's two roads that this movie can go down, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: it's very interesting to see which way. It goes right,
1: but either way, the coronavirus is a huge part of Onward's opening weekend.
0: I I honestly think so. Now, do you think that I don't will think impact it impact anything in America next weekend?
1: I don't think so. I don't think coronavirus impacts the box office yet, but I think it is going to be. If you're following what's going on with coronavirus, you have to follow our show because we're going to be covering it.
0: We're going to be covering the box office impact of the coronavirus.
1: Yeah. I don't think it's I don't think um it'll be critical mass this weekend. Um I mean the story is going to be does coronavirus hit its peak when big big movies start coming out in a couple of months? Because we've got some big things looming. We got Fast and Furious movies looming. We've got big summer movies. We've got Top Gun. We've got all all sorts of big stuff coming. Will the coronavirus pandemic affect those movies? When I say
0: Corona, yeah. What do you think of?
1: I think of Fast and Furious. So, is, a this people- a, is
0: this a is this a coup wow. for F nine? Because say this is not a pandemic, even if it is a pandemic, but it turns out to be. A benign pandemic. Right. So everybody gets sick, but it doesn't really kill a lot of people. Right. But it's in the culture. Corona. Coronavirus. And it lasts until, I don't know, maybe May 21st when F9 opens. Do you think the fact that Corona is going to be in the cultural conversation? Right. It's going to- And it's
1: going to be in Vin Diesel's hands in the movie.
0: It's going to- Now, there's two ways to think about this. Mm-hmm. Is this just a promotion for F9? Mm -hmm. Is the whole virus a promotion for F9, or is the naming of the virus a promotion for F9?
1: But either way, the Fast and Furious franchise had something to do with coronavirus. That's Uh, very interesting. Possibly. Yeah. It's not
0: impossible, is what I will say.
1: No, no. Because, I mean, that is a huge movie with a huge marketing budget, and I think that kind of budget could definitely buy you a pandemic, or at least naming rights to a pandemic.
0: So- Virality when people say things going viral, mm-hmm. it used to be videos and, and stuff like that. And we realized that those don't have the impact they used to have. Mm-hmm. But you know what does have the impact of, say, two girls, one cup mm-hmm. or chocolate rain?
1: Right. A virus. An actual An virus. An actual virus. Back so, to the OG, yeah. OG, IRL. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that is possible. The, yeah, there's so, many, there's so many ways that coronavirus could affect the box office, good and bad. And you're going to have to tune into the show to get full coverage these next few months. Do we
0: see a preview where yeah. Charlize Theron is her character, Cypher, mm-hmm. comes on the screen and says, Hey, I did this. I'm the one who created this virus. And the only way to get the cure is F9. Is come C F nine.
1: And then Vin Diesel looks at her, pops a, a fresh cold corona, sucks it down, and he's like, I could stop it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Here's your antidote.
1: Yeah. Here's your antidote. That's big. Who You're knows? really convincing me that that uh Fast and Furious has something to do with the coronavirus. It's there's too much there's too many coincidences for it to be a coincidence.
0: Absolutely. See that's how you know something's a fact. Yeah. When there's too many coincidences for it to be a coincidence yeah. that equals fact. fact.
1: That equals fact.
0: So we also have another movie opening. This weekend. Okay. Well, real quick, we both think that Onward is going to underperform. Yes. Okay. So
1: I think if they're proje- – I still think it's going to hit 40 because under that would be nuts. Like you I think it's un- like 45. Okay. I think
0: it's going to do better than Good Dinosaur, but I don't think it's going to do much better.
1: So you're basically thinking this movie is something that makes over 100 domestic but not much more than that.
0: No, I think it'll make more – I think it'll make – 170.
1: Okay. So you say over good dinosaur in the end. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's, we'll see. The opening weekend, if it only makes in the 40s, it could, it could really, then it has that stink on it, which the kids pick up on too of it's a loser. So I think Onward needs to avoid opening under 40 because then it gets the loser stink on it. And kids don't want to be in there with a loser because they'll get made fun of. Well, so voices, the main voices in this
0: movie, Chris Pratt. Right. Who Lego 2, Lego Movie 2, crapped out. Yeah. Tom Holland, loved, beloved as Spider-Man, Spies in Disguise, he was a voice in that. The movie did well, but that's because of Will Smith. Right. Not because of Tom Holland. The other problem with this movie is that it is lowly rated on Rotten Tomatoes. Really? It has an 84%, which is abysmal for a Pixar movie. Wow. Because the only movies under that are Monsters University at 80, and that was a sequel, and I think the reason is it, they're biased. They they loved the the first one, so they thought, oh, we don't really need
1: right. Monsters University. The Cars movies, I'm going to guess.
0: Well, yeah, Brave at 78. We've got The Good Dinosaur at 76, and then The Cars... Cars one seventy five,
1: cars three seventy, cars 2, 39 percent. Wow. That is insane. That kind of makes me curious to watch that movie. I've never seen any of the Cars movies, but And the third one had a rebound. That one... I
0: can't believe that that's that two is so bad. Right. I do think wasn't two, and I might be wrong, the one that had a lot of Larry the Cable guy I in don't it. Know. As the as the he was a tow trucker.
1: Right, think. right. So what do you so what are your predicting for onward? Do you say forty five? I'm saying forty five is its top. Okay. So you're saying that's what it makes? Forty five. Okay. Yeah. I, I around that. Maybe I'll go lower. I'll say forty four.
0: All right. Nice. So we have the Wayback also coming out. Now okay. this is the Ben Affleck drunk coach movie. And there's a big interview in New York Times, The Grey Lady about Ben Affleck and his struggles okay. where he admits to a lot of substance abuse issues. Okay, And in this article, they're saying that a lot of the acting out he did in this movie was parallel to a lot of the stuff he did in real life.
1: So, we're, But was uh, he drunk in this movie or no?
0: He was not drunk in this movie that I know of. Okay. They did not get into that in the article. But again, who knows? Right. Well, I don't know if he's a method guy or what. Right. But- Will people line up to see Ben Affleck drunk, fake drunk?
1: Right. Rather than real drunk. Than real drunk. Um is it gonna be enough? I think this movie is gonna do well. I think it's going to be people like inspirational coach movies. There it is, that is such a steady genre. I think there's a movie that could open up at 20 million. <laughs> no. You, what are the projections? Projections are 7 to 12. and
0: Wow. the forecast for the three-day is 8. That is what Interesting. they're saying. Yeah.
1: Oh, so this is not going to do well. No, it's a Warner Brothers movie,
0: too, and that's his home. Huh. So, it's the director who did The Accountant, which was a hit for, for him. Right. For him and Ben Affleck. So they're re-teaming. I think this is going to be a bomb.
1: Interesting.
0: I don't know if there's love for Ben Affleck right now. I think that people as, don't
1: want to see him succeed. They want to see him keep screwing up.
0: I, for some reason, the society wants Ben Affleck to do some sort of penance. That we don't know what it is we want him to do, and he doesn't know what it is right. we want him to and do. And if it's
1: not him doing a movie where he plays an alcoholic, then what is it?
0: What it is? What is it? I think that's the question he's asking. What do you want me to do? What do you
1: want me to do? Yeah, I'll
0: do it.
1: Yeah, I'm doing the inspirational coach movie and I'm playing a drunk. What else? What what else can I do? Shave off my tattoos? Is that possible? I mean, if that's what people want and he wants to stay a box office star, that might be the only answer.
0: In this New York Times interview, this interviewer skews, skewers him for saying lying about that tattoo he had. He said the tattoo on his back, remember that whole hullabaloo, yeah, yeah. was fake and it turned out to be real. And this interview acts like that's such a betrayal of, like, Ben Affleck betrayed us so much by who, lying about his back tattoo. Who
1: was the reporter? The Ink Master? Who knows?
0: Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Was it? Uh, was it the, the the guy from? We're not uh, going to know
1: an Ink Master. I was going to say that Dave There's Navarro. No, Dave Navarro. Okay. Was it the, Dave Navarro? If the if the Times reporter of this piece was Dave Navarro, then I can understand the reporter being upset about lying about a tattoo.
0: Otherwise, lay off the guy. Yeah, who cares? Lay off the guy. If that's your bone of contention with Ben Affleck, then—
1: He's opening up about his alcoholism. He doesn't even—he rem- doesn't remember getting tattoos.
0: No, he, you just reminded him that he had a tattoo. And it's
1: on his back. No one looks at their back. I never look at my back. There right. could be
0: some gnarly shit going on on my back, and I don't want to know— and I don't know. And you're never gonna know. And I'm never gonna know. I'll go to I'll go on my deathbed not knowing. Yeah, of course. Probably because of what's on your back. Most assuredly. Yeah. Anyway, I think this
1: movie is gonna do poorly. Wow.
0: I think it's gonna do under eight.
1: Wow. I thought this was gonna be his comeback, but I guess we will see it. Yes, we will We're see it. We're very excited to see it. Yeah.
0: But I don't think that this is the time for this
1: movie. Huh.
0: And I don't think there's an interest for this movie.
1: Interesting. Interesting. Well, I mean, all right, let's do our top fives. Let's, let's get into it. Fives. Let's get into it.
0: All right. You always go first. I right? always
1: go first. Okay, so number one has got to be Onward by default. Number two is going to be The Invisible Man. hmm Number three. Now, what did Sonic make last weekend in May 13? Yeah. Yes. So- I'm going to go the way back. I'm going to say it, it finishes ahead of Sonic. No, I- Sonic made 16. Oh, man. I- I'll still say the way back. I'm going to go on the high end for Ben Affleck. I think this is the time for him to make his comeback. So I'll go way back three, Sonic four, and I will go. Let's just say Bad Boys for Life stays five. You don't want to go call. You don't want to answer the call. Oh, answer the call. Okay. Yeah, call will still be. Okay, call will finish ahead. So call is five.
0: Okay, my top five. Onward. Invisible Man, of course. This is where I think that it's going to be Sonic. Mm-hmm.
1: I think call. Wow. So you're saying it's a bloodbath for Affleck. And then I say, you're considering not even putting way back in the top it It's got to be way back
0: because, you know.
1: Anything lower than that and it's a, a full-blown It's blown a complete emergency. disaster. Yeah. It's a
0: complete disaster. So, yeah, that's my top five.
1: All right. So we do it? I think we did it. I think we did it. So, everyone, email us. Let us know if we did it. Email us at theboboyspodcast at gmail.com like we asked for a couple of weeks ago, keep sending us your videos of other people listening to the podcast. So you got you walk into a room, you hear the BO boys, whip out your camera, whip it out, uh, whip out your phone, go to the camera app, record that person listening to the show. We but they can't know. Videos. They can't know ahead of time. They can't know. That's a big part, and any legal ramifications that come from that is on you, not on us. Even though we're asking for you to send us those videos. So absolutely. Yeah.
0: Also, you can email us if you're if you're a Patreon. Mm-hmm. So join Patreon. Mm-hmm. It's it's Patreon slash Bo Boys. Mm-hmm. We've got several tiers. We have we love our Patreons. We will read whatever they want us to say on the podcast. Also, we will read will and testaments, last mm-hmm. wills and testaments. Everybody has to download separately, though. Mm-hmm. Like, again, we said that I am someone who can do marriages. I can—I'm uh, a minister. So if you want me to be the minister at your wedding via podcast, mm-hmm. I can do that. But only if you're a Patreon. Mm-hmm. Also, we have the tier for the Suck It Star Wars Ryan Johnson full page variety ad mm-hmm. for $10,000 a month. You will be an exec producer on that. Your name will be on that. We don't know the font size yet. We don't know how many people, but it's going to be picture of Ryan Johnson doing a crotch chop. It's not going to say Suck It, but people will assume Suck It. Yes. And, it's, and listen, if you want to be on behalf of Ryan Johnson, who's having a great night, 2019 had a great. 2020 as well is going to have one. Celebrate this guy.
1: Yes, in variety, in the trades, get in the trades. Where
0: it matters. He got out from under the Star Wars thumb, and it is so much better on this side. So we did it. And until next time,
1: We'll we'll smell you at the box office. Nailed it.